So I'm done with the seminar that I mentioned at the last recording. At the end of the last recording, I mentioned that there was something being organized by the box office incubator, another, what should I say, tech kind of ecosystem in Abuja. The, there are offices in um, the central area, um, central business district, rather. And uh, so the seminar was on risk management. Now, uh, I mentioned it to you guys because I figured even though it's not anything directly related to the wedding industry, or at least at the moment, at the time, I thought so, I figured if there were any gems I got from the seminar, I, I figured I'd come back and uh, share with you guys over here on the podcast. And it's a good thing that I mentioned it. And uh, I made a couple of, I made some notes and so I'm going to share some things with you guys right now. Now the reason why I'm not waiting till tomorrow's recording is because I don't want to run the risk that I forget. And then plus I just, I wrote the notes on um, scribbles of paper and you know how things can be with kids. You know, I go home, if the paper is lying around, the baby takes it, tear, tears it up and then I forgot. And then I would have forgotten what I was supposed to talk to you guys about the risk management seminar. Um, okay, first off, I trust that old listeners on the podcast will remember the last rant I did about how we wedding photographers and makeup artists uh, don't keep the time and how that has kind of, um, how, how that has parlayed itself into how people think about wedding photographers. Okay, let me leave we- uh, makeup artists out of that. So it doesn't, yeah, let me just talk about photographers only. So um, I mentioned that um, it affects the way that people view us and I think it has a bad effect on how much uh, we can charge and the level of um, professionalism that we hold, um, the level of uh, professionals that we hold ourselves out to be. So I had mentioned during that recording that um, we can do better and learn better if we look at our brothers and sisters in other industries, how they comport themselves, particularly in the tech space. And um, you'll see that there's a different way of doing business and we don't always have to do this thing about being African time. Um, And I'm talking to wedding photographers here particularly. So uh, since then, I had given an example about how I was meeting an executive at um, Wood Lab uh, that's a software development company and how that meeting the meeting didn't start on time the meeting started well before it was supposed to start because I was early and she was early and since we were both there we began and then we were able to save some time uh, for the day and I've been giving um, examples um, whenever I come across people in different spaces and um, uh, different spaces in Nigeria and their approach to time and this is going to be another example about how we can um, conduct ourselves better and hold ourselves to higher standards. So this program was organized by the box office incubator so these are largely uh, tech people and consultants and the program was scheduled to start at 11 o'clock and guess what time the program started? The program started at 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock the speaker had already begun 11 o'clock they were already streaming live on instagram and wherever it is that it was supposed to be streamed they started at 11 o'clock and they are nigerians just like we are so this whole thing of um african time is um well for some reason our brothers and sisters in the tech space don't seem to imbibe that kind of um, ethos that we have gotten really comfortable with you know so wedding photographers the event is um the bride says be there by seven you come strolling in at eight 
or it's a a birthday party and the clients say be uh it be there at four and then you say oh you know what african time they never start on time i'm just going to cruise in at five you know so look around we have people our brothers and sisters in other spaces particularly in the tech space and they seem to run a different calendar a different ship than um, we do so let's um learn from from them so okay so let me stop with that particular rant so yes the program started on time we finished early and um it's because of that that i can actually make this recording because uh we finished on time we can go about uh do other things in the day and i'll be able to have a quick 10 minutes uh to make this recording so let's learn to be on time start things on time so one interesting thing that i um got during the session was the uh the uh what did i say the facilitator he spoke about our cultural attitudes towards risk management that in the nigerian setting we have this idea of um speaking positively and not our portion and so because of that uh, those people in the risk management industry um they they have several hurdles to overcome and this is one of them that you can't even have the risk management conversation with a client you can't even have that conversation of what is the worst possible thing that can happen and how do we plan for it because the response is going to be it's not my portion and do not surround me with bad vibes and that is something that i figure we can relate to in the wedding space because uh there was a time when um one of my partners reached out to me and was having some health challenges so we had a very uh, matter of fact uh, conversation this is what is happening this is what is going on i'm going in for surgery on so 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 date in case i do not um make it out um, alive these are the projects that are ongoing this is who you have to speak on concerning this this is the person that has paid a deposit uh these are the outstandings that need to be collected and blah 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 and um at the time i must admit it was a very sobering conversation to have because i've not met anyone approach um uh approach things in that kind of manner cuz i'm much i think what i'm used to is the nigerian thing of you're done and you've come out of the whole situation and then later on you're laughing with your boys and then you now tell them about how you had this health scare and these and these and these all is going on but to this guy cred uh, guy's credit he was really really upfront and responsible about the whole thing he called me in because he had several things pending and we had that hard conversation I'm flying to Lagos tomorrow the surgery is on Saturday if i don't make it these and these and these are the outstanding and this is how we're supposed to um go forward and i appreciated that conversation and um i guess these are maybe those are not the kind of scenarios that the fellow had in mind when he was talking about um risk management the facilitator but uh this whole idea of what is the worst that can happen uh what are the contingencies that we can put in place is something that i don't think we do very well in the wedding industry and it's not because of something particular to us from what the guy said it just looked like it's part of our uh nigerian culture that uh we don't want bad vibes we don't ever want we don't want anyone to spoil our mojo and um we're always looking towards the best um the best possible um outcomes that's what we always keep our minds uh towards so i guess um you know in your spare time uh, i still think that we should spend a whole lot more of our time worrying about growing uh, the bottom line because all these other issues about risk management and uh let me see corporate strategy and all what not uh, those things don't really make sense except if the beating the heart of your organization is ready beating and you're bringing in some sales you know after all what are you strategizing about or what risks are you managing so um yes we should focus on getting things viable and off the ground but we should also pay attention to that big question 
in running this wedding photography practice, in running this wedding uh, planning practice, um, in running, uh, in handling my um, pyrotechnic business, you know, all these people that handle um, firecrackers and uh, things of that nature, because I've seen some accidents happen. I've seen the the dance floor catch on fire. I've seen um, a table uh, napkin catch on fire, and I've seen a bride's hand get a little scalded because for some reason this fellow thought it was a good idea for the bride to hold the crackers. And I see wedding planners allow their brides to do that. So yeah, let me go on a rant about that, please. Wedding planners do not allow your bride to hold a firecracker, or I'm, I'm not sure what those things are called. You know those things that. Um, explode and um, with you know, lots of lights like fireworks you shouldn't allow your clients to hold that so you know pay a little extra for that fancy gun thing like some I've seen some DJs hold that gun thing where the firecracker is uh, inside the gun and then you um, you pull the trigger and it ignites and then you start shooting the the light trails um, um, above all over your head so please wedding planners make sure your your clients pay a little bit extra money and get the gun instead i'm sorry i don't know much about pyrotechnics so uh for you uh, uh for uh wedding industry professionals who handle you know these sorts of things firecrackers and all that fancy stuff sorry i'm not using the right terms but whatever it is wedding planners reach out these things are available stop letting your brides and grooms hold these things on their hands i've seen a bride hurt uh before at uh, one of my weddings um one of the weddings i covered but it wasn't um the injury wasn't grievous i think she just got scalded uh yeah just burnt slightly i think it was more emotion um, emotional than um physical the harm so uh -huh. so yeah so like you people that handle all these um, incendiary stuff you guys really have to have that risk management conversation what happens if because of uh, firecrackers malfunctions we burn down uh, the wedding hall or we destroy the bride's dress or somebody from the bride's family gets injured the wedding guests uh, you know gets burnt with fire or something you know so risk management conversations are conversations apparently that all of us should be having and so it's not like I thought that risk management is a practice or is a discipline that has nothing to do with the wedding uh, with the wedding space so uh, that's it pretty much well another thing i also heard about the guy talk about the m and e process that is their monitoring and evaluation process which is similar to what i would call the follow-up process and uh, that's another example uh, that i'm using to show to you guys about how these principles are universal and the principles apply so for we in the wedding space traditionally the term we have used is follow-up you say i'm following up on this person i'm following up on that i'm calling to follow up on this so for other uh, people, uh, our tech people, so they're not calling the follow-up, they either call it customer success or they call it monitoring and evaluation, but the principles still um, apply. So uh, yeah, that's it. Some of these principles appear to be universal. So whenever we find them, let's take them and see how we can apply them to our businesses. And that is all about the risk management seminar. So at tomorrow's recording, I will uh, get back on track with our uh, with the regular topics that we talk about on the podcast. So uh, big takeaway. Please let's remember to do things on time, particularly wedding photographers, because there are other Nigerians out there who apparently don't run on African time like we do. So thanks for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. Thanks for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the normal recording slot tomorrow.